Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to it like Dan Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is Scotty Bentley, the other host here at Locked On Red Wings and host at Locked On Tigers. And uh, Scotty, I got to start. Maybe maybe we should call ourselves Oracle. And I, I, don't know if this is, I don't know if this is a prediction thing necessarily, but uh, you know, we did talk the other night very briefly about how Nemestikov's having a sneaky good season, and we saw the results of that last night against the Edmonton Oilers. I'm just saying, like, if you, if, if any listener out there is, is like, oh, like, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd really get, like, to have my, like, shift canceled at work tomorrow. Maybe just, like, DM us. We'll talk about it on the show or, like, uh, that anything, anything really, you know, <laughs> you, you want, you want to find a $5 bill on the ground. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a plug and be like, Hey, you know, uh, that we, we really are just, just third eyeing this entire season. Amazing. We are just on a next level. The, these first two weeks of this month. It's and remarkable. Oh my God, it's almost a, a, a full month in the season now. I almost call it the first two weeks, but just <laughs> incredible by us. Big, big tap ourselves. Stick taps to us. Honestly, stick Scott. taps to us, baby. Um, Hell yeah. Obviously we'll talk about Nemestikov, talk about the whole Oilers game and just the wings hitting them their second Oilers loss are the season. Just astounding astonishing uh but before we do that i do got to thank you guys for making lockdown red wings your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms yes scotty just i guess man dive right into this it's it's like it, you don't even know where to start that was so unbelievably impressive yeah. that was that was an unbelievable game specifically the first two periods were were probably the best this team has looked all season the the first period I said before we started recording, before we got on air, I think the first period of this game is the best single period of Red Wings hockey this entire season. They were swarming the then 9-1 and Edmonton Oilers with the best player in hockey. They were all over them. and we just caught We're them. winning. Yeah. We outshot them. Vlad looked incredible. Like, the first period was was on a different level of, of talent and, and production and execution that we have seen from any Wings team in in seasons. And they looked so good to the point... They looked so good to the extent where I was getting a little nervous waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it almost did in the third period. But, like, yes. they, they were just swarming all over them. And they and that's what you got to do to a team like the Oilers. You can't come out... You can't come out flat-footed against any team, but a team with a guy like Connor McDavid, with a guy like Leon Dreisaitl, you kind of got to come at them hard and fast and try to get a big lead because you do know that eventually Connor McDavid's going to and did find a way to get onto the scoreboard. But, you know, Nemesnikov with that just phenomenal goal in the first period to really start the... I mean, they were already swimming about them, to, but to really start the momentum rolling Beauty. in the right direction. Just a two-on-one coming down the ice. You, usually you see Gagne and Nemesnikov breaking down the ice on a two-on-one. You don't have a whole, a whole lot of confidence. But he was able to stay strong in the puck 
protect the puck on the outside, cut to the inside, make, it, make a nice move on Skinner, and just it was a really, really nice goal from a guy who, like I said, like we, like I said, we've been saying has been having a sneaky nice season, and now with two goals tonight, has climbed his way up to fourth on the team in points. Yeah, man. Like, and it's so exciting too, just just as a team looking at these point totals a month into the season and already seeing them, like so such a clear improvement from last year. Like already, such a, such a clear step forward when you even look at the point totals now versus at the end of last season. And, and yeah, Vlad is is on one of those the biggest examples and reasons for that. You have a guy that, like you said, is is a solid depth kind of a piece, but has had an unbelievable year in that first. The second one was kind of just like a push in, you know, fell in front. And, you know, you take advantage of what you can take advantage, man. Goals are hard to score, but um, the the first goal is a beauty, an absolute beauty, and, and capped off uh, or started, I guess I should say, a, a, a great game from him and a, an amazing game from the team. Well, and also the, the second goal you mentioned too, it, the, the goal by Nemesnikov on his second one wasn't necessarily the astonishing part. It was Michael Rasmussen, I believe it was, behind the net, one hand shoveling the puck to the point to Philip Ronick, who took the shot, and then Nemestikov. Like, that takes an incredible... And Rasmussen, for all accounts, has not had a, really all that impressive of a season thus far. Not that you expect a guy who's going to be a bottom six forward on this team to be impressive, but um, that was a, a moment... Like, he had one guy, maybe two guys on him, if I'm recalling correctly, and he just one hand shoveled the puck, flipped it to the blue one for Philip Ronick to take the shot on that that was the impressive part of that goal just the sheer strength that that took like i you know i i play men's league i've mentioned it before and just like i can barely push the puck with one hand can you imagine <laughs> flipping the puck with one hand to the blue line through the air like that's the the amount of strength it takes to do that is pretty incredible yeah and and, and again that that set up a obviously set up a goal and set up a a, a great play by the wings the offense looked un- unbelievable. Every, I mean, for the first two periods, everything looked unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that, that was this is this is a team that was 9-1-0 with maybe the most talented hockey player in the history of the sport on it. Like you are you are talking about a a a very very good team um with with one I mean two very very talented players and just the, the first two periods, you would not have been able to tell that the Oilers were, were coming in with as as much of a, a, a hot streak and, and just a great season and great roster that they have. I mean, I mean we we really did uh, manhandle them for the first two periods and, and even specifically more so, especially in that first period, man. That was, that was an unbelievable performance. Well, and that's the thing, too. You, you mentioned it with Dil- or Connor McDavid, rather. You held Connor McDavid to one goal, which in itself is impressive, and just two shots in his 21 minutes on the ice. Like, the Detroit Red Wings understood the assignment coming in. They understood, yeah, the Oilers are a threat, but who's really the threat on this team? It's Leon Dreisaitl, who had zero shots in this game, and Connor McDavid, who had two shots. They knew who to shut down, and they did it to a T. Now, honestly, obviously in the third period, it began to shift but the pressure they applied in the first two periods paid off, and they were able to lock down the fort and hold it in the third period. I mean, that that is something to be acknowledged because this team behind Connor McDavid right now is now at the time was nine one and nine one and zero, and now is nine two and zero. 
I mean, be the Red Wings fans should be proud of this team right now because McDavid has 23 points in nine games played, and you were able to stifle that offense and get a win. And now you have, after a four-game losing streak, you've recovered nicely, beat the, you know, the Sabers. It's it's a nice win, get the get get right game. But then you beat the Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers, two Pacific Division teams that, are, and that's a stacked Pacific Division. Just Red Wings fans should be very happy right now with the performance of the Detroit Red Wings in that game. Very happy and very proud of the boys. Everybody should be, man. That was that was a, a an, an unreal performance. And and I mean, like we kept talking about, there were there were so many different facets of the game that they. I mean, you you've been saying for, for a while, right? Like we we've been talking about the. Oh, some games the defense looks good and the offense gets shut down. And some games the offense looks really good and the defense kind of struggles. Or sometimes the goaltending struggles. And they can all just all come together. This team could actually be really dangerous. In the first two periods of tonight's game, they all came together. Yes, they did. And I do want to touch a little bit more on the defense and uh, the goaltending. Um, but first, I got to talk to you guys about Shopify. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. <laughs> Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of con conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Again, go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now. One last time, shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL. Also got to talk to you guys today about... Built Bar, it's that time of year, Thanksgiving, when all of the good food is on the table. But maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Gives you something to feast on that's delicious, but also allows you to feel good about it. One slice of pie is upwards to 300 calories on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories with just 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, and covered in 100% real chocolate. Share some at family gatherings. It'll make it less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. Got to get her on that Built Bar train. Still so embarrassing that it's, Aunt Betty hasn't tried How one, many man. times have we told Aunt Betty now to try Built Bars? And she still hasn't. It's unreal. By Thanksgiving, if she hasn't, you got to take matters into your own hands. You just got to provide all the Built Bars. And then you just got to be like, you know what, Aunt Betty? It's time. Instead, it's time. you don't even offer them the pie. Honestly, just put the Built Bars yeah. on the table. Just get a mixed box, man. Two of each flavor. There's no way 
that no everybody there is going to find a, a reason to not have one. At By that the point. end of the night, they'll be thanking you. You put Bill exactly. Bars on the tables instead of a raspberry pie. Uh, new surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com, use co- promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And just missed. Moving up Whitney. Whitney circling. Free to go. Eiserman. Oh. Two seconds. Score. Steve Eiserman. Oh my God. 1.7 seconds left. The Red Wings win. All right, Scotty. As we get into segment two here, we kind of talked overall about what we liked about this game. Kind of touched on the things like Nemestikov holding McDavid. Just overall beating the Oilers who are off to an incredibly hot start. At what point do you stop calling it a start and just say they're a good team this year? Because now your Red Wings are, if I'm doing mental math quick here, 15 games into the season, 14 games into the season, something like that. Now you're getting into the, the zone where it's less of a start and more of this year in the middle of the season, getting to the middle-ish parts of the season. Jordan Shrug. Jordan Shrug. I... I think it's time. Jordan Shrug. I don't know. I mean, the Oilers are just a good team. They're This season, they're looking like a really strong team. And the Red Wings beat them in their own barn, handed them just their second loss. And Nedeljkovic, out of his mind today. Made two huge Unreal. saves. That goal in the, uh, the save in the first period was nasty. Well, then nasty. I, it was in the third period when the Wings were on, were on, on the power play. They let up an odd man rush, and he came out to play it with his stick and knocked the puck off. Two huge saves in that game. And, you know, he led in two goals, obviously, on 33 shots against for a save percentage of 939. Since his first game with the Red Wings back in um, October against the Tampa Bay Lightning, he's been phenomenal. I think his save percentage has been like something like 920, which is it probably rose again because of this game. Like, he's been really good since that first game against the Lightning. Absolutely. And we talk we've talked so much about the show about his his aggressiveness, right? And how, how aggressive of a goaltender he can be and, and how how much he he is just uh willing to to be the aggressor and go out and, and, and leave the 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 circle and, and go behind the net and everything and, and we've seen it backfire at times, but we have also seen games like tonight where it is it is the, the balance is beautiful, and, and when he's all there and, and he's making good decisions and still being aggressive like that, it, I mean, he had a nice poke check there in the third, like just just all around a, a fantastic performance from him, and he's still so young. You know what I mean? Like that's he, – he's still so young, and we got him for, for nothing, dog. Like, like he, he's still so young and, and – Got him on a pretty friendly contract now too. Right, and and the the again, like we, we talked about it in in I think your first week on the show, but just in in about forty eight hours, Iserman took a, a goalie situation that looking forward was looking very bleak to to being a, a fantastic organization goalie situation going forward for for years to come. Honestly, yeah, Yo, you're completely right. It, it showed his potential. Like re, he was a Calder finalist last season, and it's actually he he could be a Calder finalist again this se- season because of weird like what constitutes a rookie type rulings. Um, and like tonight was one of those performances where you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, this is why he was a Calder finalist last season. And you think again, 
why the hell did Carolina give him up? Like, they got a good goalie in Frederick Anderson, but they let Mrazic walk, let Bernier walk after we traded them to him, and then traded Nedeljkovic away in return, and then signed Frederick Anderson, which, like, you already had the goalie. But that's a different topic. We're talking about the Oilers thing. We don't have to go down the road of why the Carolina gave Nedeljkovic up, but he has looked stellar we'll for us since that game against Tampa Bay. We'll and take it. Give credit to the defense, too, today, because they actually showed up. Even in the third period when the team was on its heels, the defense looked strong in their own zone at breaking up big plays and taking bodies. There was actually Danny DeKaiser had a great play in it late in the third where it was a 2-on-1 coming back, and he laid the body out knocked the pass away. I mean, they shut it down and held the line throughout the entire entirety of the game, and especially when the Oilers were applying pressure in the third period. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, we talk about Ned and how good of a game he had, but but the the defense was so, again, like for the third period, got a, got a, you know, slipped a little bit and, and got, a, got a little bit away from us. But uh, it, you can only hold this incredible roster and McDavid specifically down for so long. Um, I, I will gladly take a, a defense with a rookie on its front line locking down a, a Connor McDavid led offense of a nine and one team for two periods. I will I you will you will never hear me complain about that. Yeah, and it just it goes to show how much this team has grown. And you know, they have another they've already beaten the Capitals once this season, uh, but the Capitals are in town now. They they play, played them in Washington last time when they beat them in overtime and now they have the Capitals coming in on Thursday. Another good team. But I mean this team continues to beat or compete with um, good teams with the exception of that Boston game where they lost five to one, but they continue to beat or compete with really good teams in the NHL and they tend to play up to their opponents. So I, I don't see, I'm getting you starting to get to this point where it's like they could beat anyone. There's no one that's coming into the town where I'm like, this is a, this is a guaranteed loss. Like I thought the golden Knights were probably as close to a gold guaranteed loss as any of the other teams on here, they beat them. And then I still thought the same thing with the Oilers. I'm like, oh, nine and one, guaranteed loss. And it's like, now they beat them. You got, and both team, both of those teams, you held the two goals. You got Washington coming into town. You've already beat them once on the season. Like, this Red Wings team, despite the expectations being so low, continue to rise to the occasion and get gritty wins and play while doing it. Yeah, and, and I think one of the very clear things that we have talked about a lot is the difference in the feel of this team with Larkin and Bertuzzi and without Larkin and Bertuzzi. And I, it's time and time again, they keep reproving yeah. that with at full strength, with Larkin and Bert on this team, nobody is, is safe. Nobody's safe. Anybody can get it. Anybody can get the smoke when Larkin and Burt are on this team. And that has, has, is not no longer a, oh, we had one cool victory. Oh, we, you know, we, we took a good team into overtime. This is then proven time and time again now a month into the season. When this full, when that front line is at full strength, uh, ain't nobody safe. Ain't no, no, you're right, though. That, that, top line even though they only combined for one point tonight i mean that third goal by larkin which we'll get into was 
a real deal breaker in that game. I mean, it ended up being the game winning goal, and it was just Larkin capitalizing on mistakes. Um, but before we get about uh, get into Larkin's goal and Sider's goal, and just wrap things up here, I do got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. It's time to talk about BetOnline.ag. They are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and the lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, Baseball playoffs, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. It wasn't just a great training camp for Larkin. Who brings it in, scores! All right, Scotty, as we come back here for the final segment in today's episode, um, again, Red Wings beat the uh, Edmonton Oilers for their second loss of the season. That's that beauty. She's a beauty, baby. I, I don't. How, how does this team go from a four game losing streak? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, maybe I was just, you know, had my expectations too high because of the hot start. Now to winning three games, two against really tough opponents, and I'm back to being like, turn in the corner. Let's go. Stanley Cup playoffs. Burton Larkin. Burton Larkin, man. It's so it's so night and day that the difference in uh in how they play with and without those guys. And and uh yet like I mean Larkin tonight. What a what a goal. What a what a what a goal, what a still shot, what a what a video. What a everything about that goal was was very uh was was very 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 leadership, very captain-esque. <laughs> well, and so obviously Skinner misplayed the puck behind the net, and he tried to, I think, wrap, like wrap the puck around the net. It bounced off the backboards and came out in front. But the credit towards Larkin here is because that he rushed the goalie, he created his own opportunities, he capitalized on the other team's mistakes and got a goal. A lot of teams, when they see a goalie play, come out to play the puck, won't crash the goalie that hard. And for good reason, goalies are incredibly well protected in the league. Too, too, too much of an extent in some regards, I believe. But that's a different topic for a different day. I think sometimes goalies are overly protected by the referees to the point where they come out and get themselves hurt, and the player that could not have done anything ends up getting a game misconduct. And I don't know if you know what I'm referencing right now, Scotty. But, a little uh, bit. Yeah, that 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 continues to happen. But Larkin created his own opportunity. He capitalized on a mistake, end up scoring the game-winning goal. And just that kind of never-quit mentality is, like you said, part of the reason that this four-game losing streak got snapped. Obviously, he wasn't here for the game in Buffalo, but as soon as he came back for that first game in Vegas, it was night and day. You know, Burke coming back for the game in Buffalo, where they were able to grind it out, snap the win, then Larkin rejoins, and they dominate Vegas. Now they dominate Edmondson. Larkin and Bertuzzi's continued presence, and we, we talked about it time and time again, but they need to be on the top line to force the depth back down, allow everyone to play their roles, and like Larkin, Raymond, and Bertuzzi, like Scouch said on on Monday's or Tuesday's episode, rather, like they complement each other so well with the styles of hockey they play. 
And again, beat Connor McDavid, best player in the world tonight. It's a damn good line, and it's a damn good line because of, like you said, of how they complement each other and how they play together. But uh, again, it's important to reiterate the reason, one of the main reasons why it's so important to have them at full strength is so that we this team then all of a sudden has depth, right? Without the two of them, without either one of them, honestly, not not even both of them being gone, with, with one of them gone, the... Uh, the, the depth on this team get, gets a little bit shakier, and you have dudes stepping up that, that aren't expected to produce at top six minutes or, or at first-line minutes, where as when, when all of them are healthy, and especially like the, the crazy part is think about when this team gets Verona back, I right? Think about, think about how productive this team has already been and, and how we actually have some depth going on and, and the top six are, are doing great and the top line is doing fantastic, but the bottom lines are producing as well and, and holding their own. Think about how much more depth is even going to get added when Verona comes back. What's your second line? Verona, Fabry, Zadina? Verona, yeah. Suter, Zadina? Verona, Suter, Fabry? Then, like any combination. Then you got Valeno on call. Yeah. Right? Like like there, there's there's stuff happening, man. The, the, the pot is turning. There, there's the, the, the tide is slowly turning. The, everything is, is coming together, and, and we, this team is taking massive strides in the right direction. It is so unbelievably exciting. Yeah, it, it's just been incredible. And then, of course, more Cider even had an empty net goal. So we're not going to like be like, oh, Cider's you know, the best thing since sliced bread, but another solid-looking game from him. And then you know he gets rewarded with a nice empty net goal to seal the deal at the very end of the game. Just continues. Uh, we talked about Nemestikov climbing to, you know, fourth in points on this team. I think Cider is currently right now second or third in points. Third in points. Actually, I can pull it up right now because I have, I, you know, you always have that ready on hand. Yeah, third in <laughs> points. 11 points in 14 games played. He continues to find ways to get on the score sheet. Doesn't matter if it's empty that goal. He's still finding ways to put himself in a position to get on the score sheet. He got on the score sheet because he put himself in position to score a goal. Just another Beauty. game of him getting on the score sheet. Raymond didn't today. But, you know, every other game, it's one of those two guys showing up, showing out in some way, some fashion. It's great to see. Amazing to see. And, and like you said earlier, the, the compliments of each other is the reason that it works so well. And, and seeing... Raymond, even on nights he doesn't score, still the he he didn't score tonight, and, and and you know no points or anything. But the the his ability to open up the ice, and now the ability that scouts are now are now watching, saying, "Hey, this nineteen-year-old has to be focused on to an extent." You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's so important to the development of a team and taking pressure off of. This is no longer. The, the days of you shut down Larkin, you shut down the team, or you shut down Mantha, you shut down the team. Like the, Those days are gone, and, and we're now in an era where there's, a, there's an upswing, and, and people are, 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 are stepping up, and, and we've made depth signings, and we've made, we've made good moves that have, have put us in a position to continue to grow at that, and, and just... Oh my! Like nights like tonight get me get me so amped yeah, up, I man. Know, like man. I, I am, I am, I am buzzing. I I am absolutely buzzing. I I am so excited for this team. That that was that was some of the most fun I, I have had watching the Red Wings in well this season. I could say that pretty much 
about every single game, man. Well, and to your point, too, um, regarding just how well the team played as, as a whole, and you mentioned about how good they played in the first two periods, which is swarming. Was it the game against Boston where they had, like, maybe 15 shots on the whole game and, like, most of them came from, like, three players who just actually showed up to play? Because in contrast to that, only three players on the team did not have a shot tonight. Shot on net. A registered shot on net. That was Sam Gagne, who, by the way, was his 900th career game. Did not realize he was that old of a veteran. Like, he was one of those guys who feels like he's been around forever, but also simultaneously feels like he's, like, maybe 25. 26. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I never really got a good gauge on Gagne's age. Did pick up an assist tonight, but he did not have a shot. Neither did Mitchell Stevens, and neither did Danny DeKaiser. Those are the only three players that did not have a registered shot on net in this game. That's how well spread out the offense was on this team today. I mean, like you said, that's it's nights, nights like tonight that make you feel like this team is heading in the right direction. And while they might not make the playoffs this year, although they are, they do currently sit second in the Atlantic Division after this three game winning streak. Although they might not make the playoffs this year, as I'm still trying to temper my expectations, they are headed in the right direction. And the way they're playing now, I think they could be a legitimate threat for a wild card seed starting by next season. Like they just they yeah. look like see, again the Tigers comparison. I fully ex- I expect the Tigers to be competing for a playoff spot this next offseason and make waves in the free agency to complete that roster. I expect the same thing with the Wings after this season. Yep. Could not agree more. I, I think that I think that it's perfectly lined up. I think this season is the season we take big steps forward. The the Tigers were playing meaningful baseball in the second half of the season, which has not happened in in, in half a decade. The Red Wings. I I now am to the point where I am expecting this Red Wings team to be playing meaningful hockey in the late winter, early spring, and that is again something we have not had in in three or four seasons now. And then next year, another offseason under Stevie Y, another year for, for the kids to develop. I, I fully expect this team to just be a flat-out competitor going into the season and maintain that throughout the year. And, and, and why not us, baby? Why, why not, not us? us? Why not us? Um, any final thoughts, Scotty? I mean, game next, game on Thursday against the Capitals. At this point, after two straight wins against... Uh, Three straight wins, but two against really tough opponents. I don't see any reason why to to not think they can't win that game. It's and that's the tough. difference of this team. That's the difference of this team versus the last three years. Yeah, there's there's a, after tonight. If if the lines again, if the first lines at full strength and we have everybody healthy, I'm not going to go into a game thinking, well, this is a blowout. This is this is a shoe in game. This is a loss. And uh, that, that that mindset, the mentality's done. That mindset's over. It's out the window. I'm going into – we've already beat them. I'm going into every game feeling feeling like there's a chance to get a dub. Well, and that's the thing too is even their goaltending, like they could switch it up and go to Grice next game. You know, Grice is playing decent too. His last performance especially was pretty good, if I'm recalling correctly, against the Vegas Golden Knights where he, you know, had a 950 save percentage. Yeah, he, he balled out in that game too. So like even if they were to change it up and go to the other goaltending, like there's confidence there. So it's like – you're at a point now where with that top line back at full strength, I don't see them like they could take on pretty much anyone in this league and they might not win every game, but they're competitive and they're going to win some of these games. And that, like you said, that's just the difference this year. You go from expecting them to lose every game and hoping they might steal a win to now expecting them to compete and take some of these games. 
Damn right, baby. We ball. We ball. We ball here in Detroit. Um, as we sign off, I do got to talk to you guys about Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Um, we'll be back with you guys with another episode on Thursday. Uh, that will probably p- partly just news recap and previewing the Washington Capitals game, unless something huge and breaking comes along. Um, same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.